0: Hello and welcome to episode 4 of Stealing Time, the official Thief podcast. I'm your temporary host, Valérie Bordeaux, web content manager here at Idols Montreal, and today I'm talking with Alexandre Brault, who is lead game designer on Thief. Hi Alex! Hi! I took Alex away from his desk to answer some of the questions from the forums concerning the different ways players will be able to customize the UI and other gameplay elements in Thief to suit their own playstyles. If you follow us on the blog or if you listen to previous episodes of the podcast, you already know all about focus, uh, what it's for, how it works, and most importantly, that it can be turned on or off, depending on whether you need it. Uh, But we give players freedom to do a lot more with the interface of the game. So let's get to it, Alex. Please tell us what UI options we can toggle on and off in Thief. Uh,
1: The approach we took uh, is that we wanted the game to be as customizable for the player as possible. So uh, basically, all the elements that are on the UI can be turned off. You can play uh, without ad uh, at all. So no uh, light jam, no life meter, no focus meter, uh, no indicator on the AI. Also, all the interaction buttons, you can turn them off. So the button that tells you that you can interact with the drawers, with the door, you can disable them so they won't be there anymore. In many of the demo that we did, there was also the navigation prompt that are there. Uh, By default, they are off in the game. You have the option to turn them on if you want that extra layer of help, but that's something that we felt that we didn't need for the player to understand where they can go, what's the navigation system, but that was still useful for demo when it was uh, journalists that were picking up the controller and needed to be within the game within seconds, so that's that was useful for that as well even the element like the notifier from your journal the uh, the waypoint within the level the minimap they can all be turned off as well really to have that immersive experience no ui but it's not just the ui that you can turn off there's some other feedback within the game that you can turn off Uh, there's the uh, loot glint that can be turned off so you're able to remove that uh, bling effect that you have when you look at the loot and the there's a kind of a waving effect on them when you're close by to help the player identifying the interactive object. They can be turned off and you can then just rely on your understanding of the surrounding. It's same thing for all the interaction. We have that interactive glow when you are in range of the door that it lights a little bit. You can th- turn that off as well to have the m- most immersive experience.
0: So let's say I'm a purist and I turn all the UI off. How am I going to know what's going on in the game?
1: We have several elements to feedback the player that is not relying in the UI. We really approach it that we wanted to make sure that the player is able to by looking to his surroundings, listening to what's happening, paying attention have all the information he needs to be able to play. So for example, for the loot uh, you'll see that it's more valuable object. Even if there are no special effects there are in gold, there are Uh, shinier than the other because it's jewelry so of (laughs) course it it will pop out a little bit of the environment just like it would do in real life so the player will be able to judge based on that what can pick up or not so that's the first element we also make sure to use all the options we added in terms of feedback so for example for the frame search or the lock pick we can turn off that ui On console, when you'll be playing, you'll have the vibration on on the controller telling you, oh, you're at the sweet spot there, you can press, and then it will uh, work. So we also have alternate feedback for those elements.
0: So it gives you a really tactile experience. You actually feel it in your hands when you're feeling around the frame, which is actually really super cool. What about AI? Yes, for the AI.
1: It's just a natural way. Looking at them, you'll be able to figure out in which situation they are. Are they aware of your presence, the way they move, the way they act, uh, where they are looking at, what they will say to each other. It's all elements that will convey that feedback to the player. And so just by looking at the AI, you'll be able to figure out in which uh, state they are, what are they doing. And one of the elements we are really pushing for and working to make sure that it works really well, it's with the head tracking. To really have the AI be able to look at the player or slowly turn his head towards the player to warn him, okay, he starts to look at you, he's looking at you to have that contact between the AI of the, and the player. It's really important for us to have that that works really well and create that experience that is really cool. They uh, do
0: act really human. Uh, we've been taking a lot of gameplay videos for you guys and we've had some really cool little moments with the guards where for example they'll come and they'll look for you and if they don't find you they'll leave but then they'll look over their shoulder as they're leaving uh to make sure that you didn't pop up behind them uh so they're actually you can tell if they're looking for you
1: uh the other elements that we have of course is like we were talking about uh the life when you're running all that so we have all that feedback system that is true uh uh, full screen effects that come like if you're taking damage you'll have that red on screen uh, when you get in the darkness you have kind of a shroud on the side so when we were looking at it it was one of the elements we wanted to have that system to be able to be there if the ui is turned off
0: but yeah, let's talk about the light gem a bit more, because that's uh, that's a big deal to our fans. Obviously, it's the most iconic piece of the classic Thief UI. Uh, obviously, the light gem is back uh, in Thief. How did we interpret it? Is it a binary? Is it a, a trinary? How does it work?
1: Yeah, the way that we are treating the light gem, uh, we decided that it would really be focused on telling the player if he's in the darkness or in the light. So we kind of simplified the way it was giving feedback. Uh, to uh, concentrate on those two aspects. That doesn't mean that the system has been simplified because all the other elements still impact your visibility for the AI. Are you standing? Are you crouching? What are your movement speed? Which type of action you are currently doing will all impact if the AI will be able to see you or not. So it's not a binary system, but we decided to really have a simplified way to tell the player, okay, now you're in the darkness, now you're in the light, to have those states really clear.
0: Okay. So the light gem is three states. Uh, that only reflects the amount of light that's hitting the player. But the AI detection will take into account everything, your stance, if you're crouching, if you're moving fast, if you're making noise, if you're in water, and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, all that is taken into account. And the light gem, like you are seeing, as you're in the darkness, you're in the light, and the in-between that is warning you that you are on the threshold, that it's more risky at that moment. You have kind of that forward warning that if you continue, you will probably end up in the light so all those elements are there but again that's an element that we can turn off in the ui and we wanted to make sure that for the player it's really clear what is shadow and what is the light so just by looking at the environment we really worked hard with the lightning artist and uh, the art director to make sure that it's as clear as possible to see where it's light where it's shadow within the environment and also reflecting in on the player itself in the sense that when you see the hands of Garrett, they will be either in light or in shadow, depending of where you are standing. And sometimes we have uh, like those extra feedback, like the PS4 controller with the light in front, which is really fun to play with when you're in the dark environment and as soon as you enter a bright area, it gets bright as well, so it reflects on what is around you when you're playing in the dark. And one of the uh, moments that is really uh, really cool that happens is sometimes we have lightning in the game so that suddenly light for a couple of frames all the set you can become visible and that's reflected on the light gem so when you're playing that moment in dark room just with your screen and suddenly lightning strikes and the light gem goes at its maximum uh, intensity the light on the PS4 as well lighting your, the room around you it really gives that effect of being there being Garrett so that's something that's really interesting that is added just added feedback because obviously it's not on all uh diverse sense, though
0: yeah, it's a really cool little bit of real world immersion, so in the last take five dev q and a Daniel talked a lot about other features aside from uh u i toggles that will allow players to customize their level of difficulty. so he talked about Iron Man mode, for example, can you tell us more about the different modes?
1: yeah Uh, so those custom switch those custom modes are part of our difficulty system basically when you start a new game you have the choice of your difficulty easy normal hard or you can also decide to have one of those custom difficulty games. the first thing you'll do when you have a custom difficulty setting uh, you'll still have the choice to determine the difficulty of your game is it easy normal or hard and on top of that you'll have all the different switches that will come add extra challenge, change your experience. Uh, so you can do it even in normal. So if something else. Oh, cool! So I else.
0: could do an Ironman on easy mode. Yes. Awesome.
1: <laughs> uh, within all the switch, all the options that we have, we decided to regroup them in categories. So we have the w- first one, which is the classic thief mods, which include four switch to bring the experience a little bit closer to what the classic thief experience was. Uh, so the first switch within that is uh, the one we already talked about. It's the no-focus switch, so you play the whole game without having access to f- any focus elements. Uh, the second switch is the chapter save only. So basically you only have one save, and it's at the beginning of your mission, and you need to complete the mission in one go. So the two other switches within it, there's the no one, which is something that could have been in the display option, but we decided to make a switch out of it just to fit within that uh, classic thief idea. And the last one is the stealth takedown only, which means that the player will only have access to uh, the takedown from behind, the one that says in first person, the third person takedown like the takedown from above or the takedown in combat are not available for them within that mode. So that's for the classic thief mode. We also have two other categories, the legendary and the ultimate, which add different flavor of difficulty within the game. For the legendary one, uh, we have, for example, a no damage one where you cannot take any damage. You basically play with one HP for the whole game. If anything gives you damage at any point, is it by falling from a roof, uh, being burned by something, an AI hitting you? You die and uh, specialty arrows only blocking you, uh, blocking the access from the little arrows like uh, the broadhead. So that way you're forced to use only water arrow, rope arrow to try to play.
0: So no headshots.
1: No headshots. (laughs) Uh, The other one that we have is within that category is a slowed movement. So basically it makes the game way more thoughtful and in the sense that you need to think more of your move before because you won't be able to react as fast to be able to move out of the situation if the AI starts moving in your direction. So it's another way of playing that you need to be really careful and think more of. If I go there, I need to make sure that I have time to reach it before the AI gets there because if he starts moving in my direction, he'll actually be moving faster than me so I won't be able to pull out of it fast enough before he sees me. And the last category is the ultimate one. Uh, and that includes the one we already talked about, like the Iron Man, where you need to play the game without ever failing. If you fail, that means that you're game over and need to restart from the very beginning of the game. So that's with, not
0: just dying, but failing objective. Failing
1: objective, failing. for example, if you combine it with the other one, which is the no alert mode, where if the, uh, an AI detects you, you fail. That means that you need to complete the old game without ever being detected. That's one point in, that is important. All the switches that I'm mentioning can be turned on and off indiv- individually, but if you place them all together, they combine and make a difficulty even higher than. Yeah, that's that. crazy. So, yeah, that's basically a crazy difficulty. Uh, the other one that we have also is, for example, it's a no kill, no knockout. So, you're not allowed to kill or take down any guard within the game. So, if you combine it like with the No Alert Iron Man, it really creates that experience where you need to play as a perfect thief to get to the level
0: so a lot and of players will do these things as personal challenges but they'll have to rely on their own discipline with other games you know i won't kill anything but the option is still there well we're giving them the option to turn it off for real in the game so they absolutely can't be tempted
1: when we're developing it looking at it we're kind of that's really cool and we need to find a way to let the player uh, brag about this to tell the world that they finish the game with it with all those switch on so we decided to add a leaderboard that will track each of the switch that you are turning on give you a certain amount of point and the level of difficulty you choose is a multiplier on it and the thing we did is we made sure that we know what's the maximum amount of point it's all the switch at, on at the hardest difficulty if you play it that way you'll know that you'll be on top of the leaderboard and we wanted to make sure that we really uh, reward the w- one that will finish it first. So once you're the first on the leaderboard with that score, it will be sorted by the date you enter it. So the first one that will be there will stay first of that leaderboard forever.
0: Okay. So even if there's a second person that manages to do hardest difficulty with all the switches on, they'll never dethrone that first person. No, the that first did
1: it. one to get there stay stay there, and then we can see who are the other one that managed to do it but took longer to get there. That it Took more days it's not based on your time in game but really in real time in life which date you actually managed to do it so that's so, a
0: challenge to all the through master thieves in the community yeah.
1: which one will be the first to be able to complete that uh, the game which will switch at on which is really a uh, are the achievement to get and that's something that we are seeing when people are trying it on the floor they are pretty early in the game. They encounter that situation with only two AIs. They've passed it hundreds of times without ever failing. But now they know that if they fail there, they lost lose all the progress they they have done. So their palms are getting sweaty. They are nervous. And if there's people behind them starting to look and teasing them, most of the time <laughs> they get too nervous, do one mistake there, even though they did it always flawless hundreds of times. Just that stress factor is really interesting. So combining all those switch together create that really extremely hard experience that you cannot even be detected once you cannot take damage once from any environmental damage so that's a really uh, tricky things and when you combine it with the other st- other elements for example that your movement is slowed down for that mode that just uh, explode the difficulty level of trying to complete the game that way
0: so jay on the forum asked us a really personal question uh, yes, that's how we plan on customizing our own experience once we start playing the game for real, not for work. I know I've been playing the game every single day, uh, and I am, I'm a total hoarder. I love the loot, I love the shiny, so I'll do everything it takes to get 100% loot at the end of each mission. So if I need to use focus, if I need to knock down some guards, if I need to be detected by the whole map to get that one last necklace, I'll do it. Uh, but I know that's not how everyone plays, so how do you play, Alex?
1: When I play on the floor, I, I try all the styles that are possible within the game. Obviously,
0: you're the game designer. You've tried all if of it, them. Yeah,
1: so we need to uh, sometimes play more stealth, more goals. Sometimes we just go head, head on, see how it behaves when we go going to combat. Sometimes more predators, playing with the AI, also uh, trying to distract them, use some of the trick we have in the map. But honestly, the thing I enjoy the most is the ghost approach, where you know that no one detects you. No one ever knows that someone was there. They were just confused because... After that, They're they, they, they reopen the safe and it's <laughs> empty and they don't know what happened. So th- that's the that's that's the way uh, I like the most. And we were talking about Switch. I'm also someone that likes to play when there's high stakes. So for me, something like Iron Man is something that I really enjoy because that means that suddenly doing a mistakes is way more costing for you in the sense that you don't want to make that mistake. You have that ex- extra stress. Will you be able to have that perfect timing to be ghost in that situation that extra attention is something I, I i love
0: so you'll be gunning for that top leaderboard spot
1: not the top one because <laughs> i prefer letting that to the community and that's uh, it's yeah. not
0: fair if a dev gets it
1: <laughs> indeed
0: <laughs> uh, thank you so much alex thanks give it up for Alexandre bro lead game designer on thief and thanks also to all the forum members who provided questions for this q and a Be sure to check out the blog for more information and some illustrations of the stuff we talked about today, and as always, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, all of them slash thief. There's a lot more gameplay information to come, so you won't want to miss anything. From all of us here at Idols Montreal, thanks for listening!